Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa, and with me today I have... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christlikeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our journeys of faith. Today we are in the New Testament talking about the rich young ruler. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but before we get there, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Matthew chapter 6, which is this, uh, you know, don't be anxious about your life, we're mm. going to read it in a second, but okay. um, in the world, like an, in, this is the thing, okay. so in the world of animals, um, okay. lots of people, uh, when they <laughs> come sure where we're going around, with this. Just, I'm you're along for the ride I'm for this part, okay? When, <laughs> when we just, like, we live on a kind of... Uh, well, kind of. We live in a lake, and there's lots of kind people. Of, there's kind of. lots of people walking back and forth. Like actually, in this moment, I'm looking out the window, and there's somebody walking down the street. Yeah, she's a nice. That's fine. Neighbor. Nice neighbor. Yeah. Walking by. Uh, we have a dog. Yes, we do. Okay. Lots of other people have dogs. Uh, very rarely, our dog is a German Shepherd. So, uh, very rarely do we have our dog on a leash. And very rarely. Oh, in the yard, you mean? Sometimes we don't even have our collar on our dog oh, when yeah. we're outside. That so, like, le- quite legitimately, there is no possible way for any of us to control our dog when they're walking by with their dog, except ah, for she's been trained. Right. So, if I snap my fingers, or anybody in our household snaps their fingers and points at the ground, our dog will sit. Right. If we put our hand out flat, palm down to the ground, our dog will lie down. Well, sometimes she needs a little bit of encouragement she needs, with that one. Sometimes she needs a little encouragement. <laughs> she doesn't like if, it. If she lays down on the ground and we take our hand that is palm to the ground right. and move it so that it's perpendicular to the ground, yep. she will roll on her side and lay there and yep. wait. The submission roll, yep. And most people think this is insane, that okay. we have Do a they? dog that is that well-trained. Well, she's a German Shepherd. She has she to doesn't, be. She doesn't bark. She likes to watch people stare at yeah, them as does. they walk by. She doesn't it's leave our yard. She obeys, like if you say sit and stay, and then I go talk to the person at the road, um, our dog will stay in the yard. Okay, I just, I do love this, and I do love this. For me. Yes, for you. For (laughs) me, she feels like she has to protect me, so it's a little more challenging. That's, you're probably right. You probably shouldn't leave the yard. You're very, you're a very nice person. who ends up making friends and sharing Facebook, Instagram profiles. That is not accurate. That's a little bit of an exaggeration. Phone numbers? Nope. Texting? No. How, oh, the, 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 old, the old fellow. Blaine. Right? Blaine. Yeah, the Blaine <laughs> that you met in the driveway, and he, I think he's your Facebook friend now, isn't he? No, I don't have him <laughs> on social media at all. Anyway. The idea here, though, right, animals are trained specifically, when we talk about this, it's oftentimes horses and dogs. Horses are trained at a, an insane level if, uh, you know, royalty or police or some specialty kind of thing are, are using them. Dogs are trained at high, high levels. And, That's right. And the, the, the idea here is we expect the dogs and the horses to follow and obey commands. To, okay. To function in life. It's like, where are you going with this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that's because we want them to be doing the right thing in mm-hmm. the right situations, right? Yes, and it's important, yes. This is, minus the commands and the training and all this <laughs> okay. stuff, same concept. God is longing mm-hmm. for the people who follow him mm-hmm. to do the things in this world that we're intended to do, Right. Now, it's not okay. like he snaps his fingers and points to the ground and does all those kinds of things to control us. It's but a different relationship, yes. He says... 
here's my word. Here's a whole bunch mm. of things that I want you to behave like. Here's a whole bunch of things that I would like you to actually be known for, like loving one another. Right. Um, you know, all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we have a, a difficult time in understanding it. And one of the things that is... Sometimes we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sometimes. Okay. I'll give you that sometimes. Sometimes we don't always trust mm. and obey. That's right. Right? Sometimes. That's that's what's happening with our dog. Our dog is trusting that I know the situation yeah. enough that she can obey me and doesn't have to. Right step in and try to protect me kind of thing that kind of stuff yeah yeah so we're going to look at matthew chapter 6 verse 25 through 34 okay and uh, this is one of those situations where there's a way that we're supposed to live as Mm. believers and it's oftentimes very difficult for us to do this just walk that out yeah okay starting in verse 25 therefore i tell you do not be anxious about your life what you will eat or will drink nor about your body what you will put on is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather in barns. And yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah, so Jesus is laying out here and he's saying, look, you know what? There's ways that we do things. There's ways that we worry about life. Um, and, and he's saying, don't, don't do that. Yeah. Right? Because don't. we do. How easily do we fall into those traps? Yeah. You know? And he lays it out with, what will you eat? What will you drink? What will you wear? Yeah. We still worry about those um, things today. Yeah. Like, where's my food coming from? Mm-hmm. Where's my drink coming from? Where's my stuff? Yeah. And and we still do worry about all those things. But this, if you if you really boil this down, you can't worry and make your life longer. That's verse 27. Yeah. So length of life is... That's, Determined already. Yeah. So, yeah, there's there's that. The food that's coming is coming, and the food, the drink that is coming is coming. Mm-hmm. Then you can't do anything about that, and the stuff that is in this world for you to have, like the possessions, mm-hmm. um, it comes through God. Verse thirty-two, it says the Gentiles or the pagans in other yeah. translations say, "Seek after these things," and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. I love that needs them and all. The, and the challenge here is. We as believers are called to not trust in our own ability to provide our own basic needs, right? We're supposed to trust in the Lord to provide all those things. Now, that doesn't mean we don't work. and It doesn't mean that we don't go try to do things. But it means that we have to look at worldly possessions and wealth differently. Right. Differently well, than the world does, and, right? Well, exactly. We not just we don't worry about what we wear or, you know, it's we can't be so focused on it that it yeah. becomes our whole thing. Our whole everything. Yeah. I have to have the best of the best, or I have to have better than this, or better than that, and you know, like all of those things that we tend to think and worry about. How will it, how will I be considered if I don't have the best name brand shoes, or you know, like yeah. it's 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 all of the levels. Yeah, 
Yeah, and and that's you know, uh, you stand up there and you preach every every Sunday as a pastor, like like I do, and hmm. you go look on social media and you go, well, clearly I need a fancy jacket and some very different shoes, or at least or, a clean jacket, maybe. No. Yeah, or a clean jacket. <laughs> I mean, like whatever. You gotta have you know, you it's gotta have gonna the be look. Something. You gotta have the stuff. You gotta have the yeah. things. And then you think about your churches, and you're like, you gotta have the lights, and you gotta have the uh, the band, and you gotta have, have the wow the, factor, right? All those things, and and if we to look at all of the stuff, Jesus boils it way down below that. Yeah, just says keeps it simple. Don't even worry about the taco you're having for lunch. Right, right, the sandwich, whatever it might be. Yeah, um, we stress about that, and it's kind of funny because I know. Uh, there's one person on this podcast that, that thinks about meals oh my down goodness. the road. One person on this <laughs> podcast. Just throw me under the bus, why don't like, you? You know, sometimes we'll be eating a meal and I will ask Teresa what she's thinking and she's actually thinking about the next meal. Like yeah. what the next meal is going to be <laughs> while she's eating the current meal. And that's because she's a planner. And yes, partly let's because, go with that. <laughs> partly because, you know, she knows what's in the fridge and she knows yes. what's in there. And she's got and some, I have to make it. And, yeah. Like, mostly. You, you don't have to. Well, I don't like to wait. Yeah, your process (laughs) is a little different. But in the midst of all of this stuff, we get verse 33, right? But seek first the kingdom of God and his Mm. righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. It's when we get our priorities in the right direction, which is God's kingdom first. All of the rest will be given to us. And that frames up our conversation that we're having about the the rich young ruler, right? Because Mm. ultimately that was his issue. So... Let's just jump ahead to Matthew chapter 19. Okay. Uh, just verse 16 off the start. Just 16? Yeah. And behold, a man came up to him saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? So most of the time... I, wouldn't it be nice? What good deed can I do? Just give me yeah. one simple well, thing. What can I do? <laughs> most of the time, Jesus is the one asking questions. Yes. Right? Yes. So, um, but then people would come and ask him questions. But oftentimes, it was some kind of a trap. Right. right. We want to trip. Yes. We want to trip you up here. So yep. we're asking a trap, and, and the the tip here is, um, in other in other versions um, and other uh, gospel stories, it counts. Uh, oftentimes, it's a, a teacher of the law or right. a rich and really kind of denoting like maybe this guy was playing, important playing for Team Pharisee, ah. um, right? And so this could have been a trap question. Could have been a serious like question. But it's just, what do I have to do to get eternal life? Um, like, straight up, just tell me the bare minimum that yep. I have to do to secure this for myself. One thing. Um, what one thing yeah, is good. What, what do I have to do? Now, we got to remember, this is pre-cross. Even though it's in the Gospels, Jesus hasn't gone to the cross yet. So yep. everything hasn't been changed. So eternal life can also here mean a quality of life in this world that leads to the next. Okay. Right? That that was also part of their thinking as well. So people are looking for that meaningless life everywhere. And and here this guy is just saying, what do I have to do to get the best life possible? Hmm. I want one that is good here in this world now, but I want it to be good into the future as well. And uh, he's not looking for an elaborate step system. What good deed, singular, yeah, yeah, I caught that. To Just inherit one thing. eternal life, okay? Um, if we kind of filled in the gaps, I, I obviously left a gap here in my stuff, but okay. uh, Jesus we answered. Don't know that, though. Yeah, no, I just admitted it. Um, <laughs> Jesus says, Why do you ask me what is good? There's only one who is good. You would enter life, keep the commandments. Right. 
right? And Which then, he's talking about he the says, Ten Commandments, right? And then, but he says first, he's like, yes, yes the commandments. Yeah. This guy says, which ones? Yeah. <laughs> you can't be all of them. Yeah, yeah. Which Just ones? Which ones? Like Jesus one, two? Jesus says, <laughs> you shall not murder, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Okay? Yep. You'll notice that he skipped. Jesus didn't answer the ones with, love the Lord your God, worship none other than him. Right. Yeah. He was already there. Yeah. So they, they, you know, somewhere in this process, um, faith in God and, and that was already there. But the young man just says, I've kept all these things. Why do I still lack? Why haven't you given me all the stuff that I think I deserve? I've kept all of those things that you, uh, that you said. And Jesus says, if you would be perfect, go sell the, all that you possess and give it to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven and come follow me. And then the rich young, or the young man heard this and went away sad. <laughs> He had, well, it's a lot, right? Because he had mind. lots of stuff. So he started it off with what one one deed can I do to inherit eternal life? Mm-hmm. Gets boiled down to Everything. sell your stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, man, too much. Too I'm out. Much. And walks away. And this is where we go. So now can you want to read from verse 23 to 26? Yes. And Jesus said to his disciples, Truly I say to you, only with difficulty will a rich person enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I tell you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished, saying, Who then can be saved? But Jesus said, But Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Yeah. So when Jesus is talking to people, he usually answers their questions by dealing with their heart, right? If you think yeah, about all the stories, right. he's cutting through the, the actual question that they have, like <laughs> the, the, the words that were said, yeah. and is actually going to the real question. Yeah. Um, the guy is saying, hey, I kept all the commandments. I've done all this stuff. Why am I lacking? Why am I lacking? Yeah, yeah. What's the one thing I have to do? There can't, there can't be a whole bunch of things. I'm doing everything. What am I supposed to, what am I missing? Well... It's your heart attitude. You love your yeah. stuff more than you love. He wanted a checklist, not yeah. a... Yeah, so Jesus cuts through those questions and goes straight to their hearts. And Jesus responds, you know, obey the commandments. The, the, the guy says, I, I've done all of this. I've, I've kept them all. Mm. And, and what he's saying is, I don't need you. I don't need you, Jesus. I've, I've done everything I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And this is actually a, a, an attitude that comes into a lot of people's believing and and a lot of people's faith in Jesus is we look at all the stuff that we're doing and we think that it matters Mm. even if we're bitter and upset and frustrated that we don't have exactly what we want while we're doing all the things that we think we should do yeah right and we get frustrated because we're like man God kind of owes me I've done a whole bunch of stuff Mm. right I've given up things I've you know chose to live this way instead of that way I've Right. Given, I don't do this, this, and this anymore. Yeah, I've kept the commandments. I've done all this. I've. I live I've, a good life. I'm. I've <laughs> morally obligated God to do yes. what I want Him to do because I've been a good person. Yeah. And this is this is a problem. This is not right? the gospel. <laughs> um, so the you know the the young man wouldn't give up his wealth. Yeah. He loved that more than Jesus, hmm. and this should actually be kind of an uncomfortable spot for us. When we start to think about well, in our lives. He loved that more than wanting to go to heaven. Yeah, that's what like, I mean. Right? At that what point, he wouldn't things? have known Jesus per se, but he, he, he knew, knew heaven. He knew the yeah. idea of eternity with God at this point, but he didn't love or want that enough. Yeah. And, 
and there's some process here that we have to start to think about and go, okay, that that guy loved his stuff hmm. enough to deny stuff, Jesus and not worry about eternal life. Yeah. He got just he went got, away. He got distracted. Now that's why we read that first bit about the right. the seeking first the kingdom hmm. of righteousness, not being worried about the stuff of this world, because this world is is full of things that distract us from the real purpose of what Jesus, what God wants us Mm -hmm. to be doing. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, fixating our hearts and minds on him and living a life that glorifies and honors God and points to Jesus and the cross and the gospel at all times. Right. But people can't do that. And he's got this statement, right? Uh, I tell you, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Now, if you go look this up, there's a, a million yes. different versions of what this means. And there's like, oh, there's this door on the far side of the city of Jerusalem that was called the the needle. And yeah. literally to get through, a camel needed to get down on its knees and shimmy through. And Okay, problem is they've never found a door that looks like that. And they've never found this and they've never found that. And they don't know. I, I think Jesus actually meant like you can't put a camel through the eye of a needle, like an actual needle and an actual camel. It's, it's ludicrous. You can't do it. Yeah. And what Jesus is saying, like, you can't actually hold on to this world. Mm-hmm. And? And and serve God. Yeah. And enter the kingdom of God. Yeah, yeah. You can't do it. You yeah. can't hold on. You can't be two-sided mm-hmm. in this deal. We, we can't cling to the world. It won't pass through. It's like Jesus is saying... The entryway into heaven is the eye of the needle. Yeah. Well, you can't look world, to the world to give you what you need. And the world is the camel. Yeah. You can't have it. Yeah. It won't. Can't have it won't come with you. Yeah. Um, but it's there. It's this. This is the uh, the postlude to the story where Jesus mm. is usually dealing with the disciples, and that's where <laughs> yes. he is right now. And true to form, I love how they're one guy always <laughs> provides us with the object lesson. Uh, that helps us to understand where we stand. And it's usually in the shadow of Peter, pretty darn close. So verse 27 down to 30. (laughs) Then Peter said in reply, See, we have left everything and followed you. What then will we have? Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, in the new world when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my name's sake, will receive a hundredfold and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. Yeah, I'm pretty confident that this is where the disciples end up arguing about who's going to be the greatest. Who's going to be the greatest, yeah. Because Jesus is literally saying to them, um, no, you're, like, you have given up Mm. and you are walking this out. And truly, when we get to glory, you know, there are places for you. Yeah. Um, no, I think he left out that there's going to be a lot of people sitting on a lot of thrones for being there because it's suddenly we are all, <laughs> you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, which means we are children of the king as well. And so we are all princes and princesses in the kingdom in glory with Jesus. Um, so, yeah, there's going to be, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of that. If you've left the houses of brothers or sisters, fathers, and lands for Christ's name's sake, we'll see a hundredfold, inherit Mm. eternal life. Not necessarily here. Not necessarily now. And not necessarily... Well, eternal life isn't here. 
No, no, but I mean the hundredfold. Oh, I see what right? you're saying. It's like not, in material possessions. Yeah. That's what you're saying. I gotcha. But Jesus is right. reminding them that you can't no. earn that salvation, right? It's it's there's an obedience that 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 responds out of gratitude for what Jesus has done, and there's a there's a process that we go through that we have to realize that it's not about striving to earn and get there um and, and we have to kind of understand that this is where it's at like this is the thing that that we have to do is stop worrying about what we're going to get hmm. for what we do now right right and this is uh, a, a daily struggle mm-hmm. for many people possibly somebody speaking on this podcast right now Right where you look at it and you go like I'm trying to do what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't this work like that? Why doesn't this happen like that happen for that guy? Why doesn't this work here in my context the way it works for that person over there in that context? Particularly in pastoring a church, right? It's so hard to just rest in doing the work faithfully and letting yes. God pour out whatever the hundredfold blessing is. And not actually want to say, oh, I know what the hundredfold should look like today. Mm-hmm. I know what it should look like Well, today. I think sometimes we forget, too, that it's, especially us pa- like pastors, I'm not a pastor, but I'm married to one. Um, the church that we serve in is not our church. It's no. Jesus' yeah. church. And so we just need to be faithful. But so many times we take it back and we say, okay, this is not how I want it. Yeah. This is not what I want this to look like. Yeah. And we forget that Jesus has a plan with it. Absolutely, and it's summed right up there in in Peter's. We've left <laughs> we've left everything and followed you. So <laughs> yeah, what then will we have? Yeah. Okay, I did it. I did it. So how great so is how great am I going to be? Is really? this not the exact same thing that the young rule the yeah. young man said? Mm-hmm. I've done everything. What do I What do yeah. I get? Like, what's the last step? And he literally left everything. And Peter's been sitting there and listening to this whole thing, and he's like, "Okay, well, hold on." <laughs> that guy was missing a step. I'm not missing a step. <laughs> I, I yeah. got it all. I actually got it all. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. And I got it all. We've done it all. And Jesus actually affirms him and says, truly, mm-hmm. I say to you, in the new world, mm-hmm. you're going to get it all. Yeah. And sometimes we look for that worldly reward. Mm-hmm. Here and now. Yeah, instantaneously. Instead of understanding that we are storing up that proverbial treasure in yeah. heaven, that that proverbial influence, that yeah. whatever it is that we're looking for here, there's that eternal reward, which is so much better. Yeah, so and much forever. longer, and so much mm-hmm. yeah, forever. Mm-hmm. And the first will be last, the last will be first. You'll inherit eternal life, receive a hundredfold. Uh, and I guess my encouragement today is we think about this this young ruler. He walked away because he just he couldn't fathom caring more about eternity and more about what God was doing than the stuff he had in this world. Yeah, um, that's a trap that we all fall into at different times, right? We have to we have to check ourselves and remember we're not taking what's in this world with us. No, it doesn't it doesn't transfer unless it's people. Right, unless it's souls. Unless it's souls. Yeah. Unless it's, you know, if you're a parent, you're faithfully you're faithfully uh, guarding the 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 gospel deposit in the children's lives that you have, or or your spouse, or mm-hmm. the family around you, your friends, your neighbors, your coworkers, whoever it is that you have the opportunity to share the gospel. That's 
storing the treasure in heaven. That's mm-hmm. making sure that you have the hundredfold in the next eternity. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's because, got nothing to do with right now, really. Because it's not the right now. Some people will be faithful gospel ministers and rewarded in this world. Good for them. But some, not only in this world, yeah, right? Because only. heaven is the goal. Yeah. yeah, but some people will work hard at the gospel and have yeah. seemingly very little reward in this world. Yeah, that's right. But we all have that throne in heaven, mm-hmm. uh, the keys to the kingdom, however you want to say it. That hope for glory. That right? hope, that, in, that eternal life, and that if you were last here, you're first there. Mm-hmm. But there is the equal out. There is if you're first here, you're, you're last there. It may not <laughs> yeah. always be that way. And so I just want to encourage mm-hmm. you, if, if, you've, if you're having a hard time clinging to Jesus because of the stuff of this world, um, it's a great time to, to think about it and to process it through while we're still on this side. Right. Uh, and before Jesus is, is talking to us saying, you know what, you held on. Mm-hmm. You held on a bit. And so that means here, um, there's there's maybe not the first place for you because yeah. you weren't in the last place. You didn't you didn't hold the kingdom as tightly as you could have, uh, and rather you held on to the world a bit. So we have to wrestle that through. So encouragement for the day. Let mm-hmm. go of your stuff. I'm not telling you to sell your stuff, give it all away, but I am telling you, uh, hold on to Jesus more than you're holding on to the stuff of this world. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day, and I hope you can join us next time. Until next time.